Between Two Wheels podcast, Giro 2023, stage 19, Lagaron to Tre Chima de Lavarado. Why do I make it sound Spanish? 183 kilometers. This is a barn burner today, or was it? It was pretty good. We're going to break it down for you. So I thought there would be some good things to talk about. And then the question is who, we'll put this up here. Who will win the Giro? How about that Luke Limperti? Yes, uh, he's been winning. He's getting uh, notarized, uh, notar, notar, notarized. No, not that. <laughs> uh, he's he's been getting noticed from everywhere. Uh, Brian, just a personal note to you. I had a dentist. Everyone too. I had a dentist appointment this morning at 8:30. I was watching the race. It's horrible mor- mor- morning to have this. I'm sitting in my car. It's 8:28. The riders finally go right across the line. Brian, you sent me a message. I went to do it and they didn't have good reception, so I didn't I didn't get to back and I was busy all day. So point is, uh, are you drunk again? No, <laughs> I was a little bit last night. Uh, I just started, um, so no, I'm not. But I haven't eaten really much today, so uh, it, it it could it could happen. Uh, thank you, Victor. My favorite Jiro videos. You're welcome. Um, okay, let's get right to it. Go to the the Queen stage of the tour. I'm going to back this up here. We're going to look at this. Uh, thought, before we get in there, though, it's it's important to kind of go over a few little uh, stats here. Um, so King of the Mountains today, Pino is in the lead over Ben Healy, uh, 227 to 164. Basically, someone's got to come out and clean up all these mountain points today uh, to, to take the lead. And someone tries and comes close. Uh, okay. Just a little bit of David Baez is in there, 144. Derek G down 66 points down there in uh, fifth place. But, you know, he said yesterday, uh, can't really do this anymore. Best young rider, Jao Mita over Lech Newsen, uh, four minutes behind for Luke Nason. It's not going to be that. Team classification, Bahrain's leading over Ineos. Uh, how's that go on the day? Um, last winner's a queen stage in the Giro. Uh, stage nine blockhouse was Jai Hindley. I don't know what this is. I'm just reading off of the stat stuff on the live links here. Uh, riders with the small of sum of results up to this stage. Leonard Kamna. Okay. I don't know. Most combative rider per stage, uh, which is interesting. And you look here, um, Pino got it in 18, Ben Healy, Jao Mita, Derek G on stage 14, Derek G on stage 10. Just keep that in mind. Um, what are some other stats we've got going here? Uh, riders in the most kilometers at the front in the first group. Overall, all stages of the Giro. Thomas Champion uh, with 700. Derek G with 687. Uh, Tom Squeens there with 582. Um, leaders in the KOM. We talked about that. Um, oh, no, we didn't. They're talking about leaders that have been in the KOM. I don't think that's really an important thing. Okay, so the group starts out. Uh, I'm just looking through here because they, they, they break down riders in the group today. And I may have to uh, take a look at this. Uh, scroll through here. Pino. Okay. Let's just go right to it. Uh, it's beautiful. It's up in the Dolomites. I mean, this is this is what you expect in Italy. Uh, gorgeous stuff. There's a look at a, one of the jumbo bikes. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about that as we move on because there's some, some tech things that happen. Uh, sunny day. Riders checking in. Garrett Thomas is looking good and uh, there's the route and let's see if they have the, there we go. There's the profile. We've talked about that. Uh, a lot of climbing. What do we say? 16,000 feet of climbing 5,000 meters on the day. Uh, it's going to be pretty brutal uh, to the point where it may just end up neutralizing a lot of stuff. So you had early guys going out on the break there. There was a little bit of stuff with Healy trying to get the King in the mountains. Um, 
you had uh, Pinot trying to get up there and the King of the Mountains as well. They were doing a little dueling. And in the end, you you got a bunch of these riders up here. You get Derek G. I think he, um, he, you had um, Larry Warbass, um, Brutago. Let's, you know, I'm going to try to pull up the list. Uh, Butrago was up there as well. Uh, let's see if we can find the group in the Derek G, Davide, you know, that's, that's KOM stuff. Damn it. They don't make this easy. Um, who will win the stage? Alex Bodin was up there. Nicholas Produm, Larry Warbass, American, Stefano Aldani, Vadim Proiskie. That's a first Astana. They haven't got a win yet. Uh, Santiago Butrago, Patrick Conrad, um, Magnus Court, Matteo Baez, Davide Gaburo, Derek G. Once again, always up there. Jose Joaquin Rojas, he's got a stage. Carlos Verona, Michael Hepburn. Okay, and there you go. That's that's kind of the, the the main parts that has us on the day. And they're splitting up over these last few climbs. They're having some trouble. Larry Warbass said that he just decided to go his own pace. He would be better if he because he was feeling tired. He knew he didn't have the legs, so he'd be better off if he got up in the front, which he does. And all the while behind, and the, uh, Carlos Verona gets hit, goes down. He got hit by a team car. And that team car got kicked out of the race. Now, I don't know if it's kicked out of the race race or just yesterday and really how that all works. So that was an interesting thing. He gets back up there. Uh, Derek G starts coming over the top, getting dropped a few times over these climbs uh, with, uh, what do we got here? What's the kilometers to go? Uh, 40 kilometers to go. And he starts picking off these these climbs, these KOMs. Uh, and, and he starts to add up his points, add up his points. And you're going, oh, you know, he can at least get up to second place. He'd have to win the stage, I think, to get past Thibaut Pinot if that was even possible. Uh, and, you know, you're like, oh, Derek G, it's not really going to be possible. They did GCN talk to, uh, they had uh, Alberto Contador riding alongside the team um, car of um, Yumbo. And they were talking about a bike that was on the roof. And it was a 44, I think, 10 tooth cog in the back one by it was this gravel setup you've probably seen this sram has this i think it's probably a 12 speed and um they 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 said oh this is set up for uh primos it's just kind of there and he asked him is, is he going to use it and they're like ah, i don't think so not less than a minute after they did that the car pulled over primos gets off he jumps on the bike and he's he's doing this one um yes it was hilarious to see now i, I my my problem with this is like i hope you've ridden it i'm sure he has you've ridden this bike a bunch on super steep stuff just to kind of flex it out i mean one of the guys what two stages ago for into wanting marshy uh, Mar uh marta mart or something like that was this i think he's a belgian guy uh he said he was all decked out for the sprint comes in there the last 250 starts to go and his chain breaks. And we've seen this uh, Vovic, Varic, one of those guys, uh, also chain breaks. I mean, so, you know, when you're, you have this much cross on your bike, I'm not an expert on a lot of this, but that that would be a problem. The first thing I'm thinking about this is, is this what you want to do in the last, you know, 10K, what is it, 20K here? You really want to get on this uh, novelty bike? Um, but anyway, the, the, Brian says... They took that bike swap secret to the grave. Yes, they they did, and um, they didn't tell anybody. And and then you know, there's the whole thing of like the teams doing this just to uh, not attacking him. You know, because is it a mechanical? Is it a bike? And whatever. But this wasn't the time for that. And I was listening to uh, the cycling podcast yesterday, and they tend to Brian Nargard tend to think that this was going to take off 
the second to last climb was really going to shake things up. And he's, and, and, you know, the problem with that, you look at this and you go, I don't know that last steep climb. I think it's just too much. You don't, you don't go, especially at altitude. Um, and this led to the place where basically you're not going to get much action until the last little bit. Let's see what they have here. So here you go. Here's the, the one by, I think it was a 40 in the front, a 44 plate thing in the back. Um, so it was just all for climbing and the last 20 K pretty much was that here's the group up front started to do a little rain on them. You got Betrago, you've got, um, court Magnus court Nielsen up there. Uh, not a climber. Uh, you've got Derek G and then Hepburn. Now, uh, Betrago's won a, I think he's won a stage in the Giro before, or at least the Vuelta. Um, he goes uphill just fine. He's, he's all of like a hundred pounds. He's a tiny guy. And these, none of these other ones are, are much like that at all. By the way, if you listen to GCN and you hear Sean uh, Kelly say the word fatigue, it actually, every time that guy has too much fatigue, he says fat in a way, fatigue in a way that he makes it sound like he's calling him fat. And it almost is always, he was talk, talking about Hepburn as they're showing his ass, especially as he was behind Betrago. It didn't, uh, didn't bode well. A little bit of rain, um, what they have these, they, um, these three going up here being Betrago, court Mag, Magnus, court Nelson, Derek G, they start distancing, um, uh, Hepburn a bit. The main group is going just fine. And, and I will say on the day, uh, Lawrence Plus of Ineos did a fantastic job. You know, we talked yesterday about domestiques in the mountains and Sepp Kuss doing such a great job. And he was phenomenal. And he was. Uh, but sometimes your day is just like this. It's Lauren Plus just doing the old sky thing of just setting a pace where nothing. And, and it's not as exciting, right? Uh, you kind of were hoping that me at least that the teams would get so decimated that you didn't have the, this kind of support where maybe it's just a little bit different. And by the way, I'm going to read a, an article a little bit later about, um, uh, Garrett Thomas, uh, and him talking about the pacing on the climbs yesterday was a, a, what he considered a bit odd. Uh, anyway, we're getting here 6.6 .6 to go. Uh, Derek G just decides I'm going to go. He leads these others behind <clears throat> and you get Hepburn spit out. You get, um, uh, Court Nelson spit out. Uh, Court Nelson goes first, then Hepburn, and then uh, Butrago is the one that's trying to reel him in. Uh, the last three kilometers are really the steep, steep sections of this race. Uh, the slope is 10% on this point, but it gets even worse to the point where Butrago just kind of has him there. You can tell. I mean, just uh, Derek G is almost paper boying semi up this climb. He's a bigger guy. And then you're like, come on, Derek, that'd be great to have you finally get this win. Whereas Betrago is just slowly and slowly metronome, like uh, bringing a man. And as soon as he does with 1.6 to K to go, he gets right up to his wheel and then immediately jumps him. And you can tell Derek's just like, okay, fine, done. Uh, but then Betrago did not let up. He got the win uh, quite nicely uh, over Derek G. I think it was 30, 40, 50 seconds or so. And we'll take a look about, about that. Uh, inside the last uh, kilometer, well, these guys are in kilometers, about two to go. Uh, you finally saw some riders. Now, Derek uh, uh, Deplus gets dumped off before that final section. Then they have a little bit dip down and then they hit the last three. And before that, he actually catches back up, comes and does a little bit of work. And then Timo, Timo uh, Aronson of Ineos takes over. And at one point, he jumped a little bit and he created a gap. And I, it was like, are you going? Are you not? And I think he just got a little too excited because it didn't look like he was actually trying to attack. Then you saw Jao Mida kind of come to the fore. And then you saw finally, um, and, and you never saw actually uh, uh, Sepp Kuss having to do any work here. Uh, Roglic then attacks, 
It's a nice little attack on the left-hand side. Jalamita had been sitting on the front. Uh, Rodjic attacks, and immediately they distance um, uh, Jalamita. And he just doesn't have that. He's once again we talked about him a slow burner, but. I was pretty impressed with um, Garrett Thomas. He jumped up to him. He got pretty quickly. There was no real difficulty for him getting right up to uh, Roglic's wheel. And there they go. Now, not too long later, uh, Jaomita actually makes his way back up to the trio. And then he does something kind of weird. I don't know if he went and said something to him. He came beside um, Roglic, looked like he was saying something to him, but then he goes past and kind of sits on the front. And it was a bit of an odd thing for someone who had just been dropped and you're in the steep section. I don't know if it was trying to have a, 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 a little boisterous thing like, look, I'm still here, buddy. Um, but, you know, when you're still steep, it's probably not the way to go. Meanwhile, up front, Butrago gets the win. He gets to post up. Good for him. Um, oops. And uh, Derek G does get to come in uh, second place. Meanwhile, back here inside the last kilometer, um, Jao comes back to them. Um, so does Caruso comes back to them with Bahrain. He had been kind of off the back there. And then Garrett Thomas hits out pretty hard. Now that last kilometer here and last, you know, 800 meters was pretty steep. So Garrett Thomas jumps and you're like, okay, it's in the last, and they easily distance Jao Mita. Uh, but it looks like um, Roglic has a bit of a tough time trying to connect to um, Garrett Thomas. And matter of fact, they're going up here to the line and it's like almost about 200 to go and and, and it, the, there's actually a situation where uh, Roglic is kind of just, you can see it here. He's just kind of sitting up, not really having it. And Garrett Thomas pushes on. And then you can see it's the last 200 meters and Roglic hits the afterburners. I don't know if you guys have done this where you, you know, you're going to the top of a climb and you know it's there. You can see the distance and you just go, I'm going full in and you're anaerobic and you're tired. But sometimes you could just push to this extra little bit. Uh, with a kick, and Roglic does so. Now, the big problem up front is you've got Magnus Court Nelson. You've got G and Butrago already going one, two across the line. There's a bonus. I think it's three seconds or four seconds. I think it's four seconds. Ten, six, four, I think is what it goes. Uh, and for third place, uh, Magnus Court has <laughs> a sprint. He decides that he's going to kick on here. Meanwhile, uh, Roglic goes, and in the last, you know, 10, 30 meters here, uh, Garrett Thomas just kind of goes flat and he lets a little bit of a gap go. Roglic can't get across and beat um, Magnus, who decided to suddenly have legs here. So, but he does get a three second bonus or a three second gap on Garrett Thomas, but he would have got seven if he would have been able to just uh, throw, do a bike throw past on uh, Garrett Thomas. Garrett looked great. Um, few what 50 seconds or so behind 30 seconds or so, I guess, below behind that. Uh, Jalamita comes across, Tebow Bihino comes across, uh, Sep Kuz comes across as well. Butrago, G, they have their day. Sergio Butrago, uh, gets his win. Derek G, 51 seconds back. Magnus Court, 146, same time as Roglic. Three seconds back from there at 149 is Garrett Thomas. Jalamita, 209. So he's, uh, you know, 50, he's 10, 20 seconds or so, almost there. Uh, Damiano Caruso comes in with him. Tem, uh, Arnsman, he, he decides to push to the finish. Thibaut Pino and uh, Rubio Reyes. Uh, what about the overall? Well, there you go. There's Derek or Garrett Thomas looking good there. Um, 26 seconds now over Roglic. Could have could have got another four. That might be that might be the thing that we look to at the end here. Uh, Jalmita in third at 59. Damiano Caruso, and by the way, I didn't mention it, you had uh, Eddie Dunbar had a bit of a rough day. He came off 
a little bit earlier than uh, the Crusoe uh, and uh, Timo Pino, and they were all getting, you know pushing for his spot. So um, he did drop down a spot there from fourth. Damiano Crusoe went over the top of him and has him by you know forty seconds or so. There you go. That's kind of the recap of the stage. But let's take a look at a few things here. Let's go to the general results. <clears throat> like we said, we talked about this. Um, who didn't start? Two Karthi didn't start the day. Uh, he's the only one here. Uh, look, it, it, Danese came in 44. So all these guys, it uh, looks like they made the time cut. No problem. Um, Der, uh, Hugh Carthy, not not starting the day. You can see in the last few days, he's had a tough time. He's a guy that goes well in the steep stuff. He's you know finished in the Giro on the top what, 11th before. He's got third on the Vuelta. So he can go well, uh, but just had a kind of a rough time here. Uh, meanwhile, his teammate, Gets in there third place, 146, uh, Magnus Court. Uh, so that's quite the, the big deal. You know, one guy, let's take a look at, uh, how about the all the Americans? Uh, and I, by the way, I never did check when uh, our buddy Riccatello dropped out, but super young. I hope they might have just pulled him because of his youth. Sepp Kuss comes in there, gets 12th place, 249 back. Larry Warbass had been in the break, uh, 358. McNulty, he didn't do much today for, I mean, and, and, uh, Jay Vine got spit out early too, so you saw you saw a little lack of help for for um, Joe Mita when he actually needed it. Once again, last two days he needed it. He got it from Jay Vine yesterday. Jay just couldn't go as deep today. Um, you had Enios up there and ready and to help if Garrett needed him. They did. He didn't need him. I mean, what are you going to do? Help him across the finish line there at the last bit. Uh, you had Sepp Kuss up there ready to help um, Ruglich. Ruglich didn't need it. He attacked. He looked pretty good. Uh, oh, there, no, Riccatello is still in here. I'm sorry. 740. That's that's solid. 748 back today. That's a good day for him. Joe Dombrowski, 844. Uh, what about uh, overall? Riccatello, he's out there in, what, 57th place? It's not bad for uh, first time. Super young guy. Will Bart is still out there. So it looks like we got all the Americans. I don't, I don't know why how I missed that. Um, so let's take the big one on the day, though. Um, Derek G moves all the way up 200 points. Uh, moves all the way up into second place. Uh, Butrago, and how many points did he go get today? Um, he was twenty. It doesn't say. I'm because I'm I'm curious about how many points that he would have got for the finish if it would have made any difference between first and second place for Derek G. But he's probably he's going to solidify that. Well, there's probably still mountain points up for grab tomorrow. Uh, but he went up uh, to second place. He's got a decent gap on Ben Healy. He he might be a podium for that. I don't know if they have a podium for that. Uh, points, not going to do much there. Teams, a Bahrain still in there. And uh, there you go for the overall. Um, let's do some interviews before I do a little. Actually, let me do this. Let's read this article. Oh, they shut it down. Um, it was, I was able to read the whole thing today and then they put a, Hey, you got to pay for this and then I got to pay for it. Uh, but Garrett Thomas said, um, I don't trust anything that, uh, that guy says being uh Roglic talking about yesterday where he was having a tough time, supposedly, uh, Sepp said that he wasn't faking it. Uh, but a lot of teams were saying the radio, Oh, he's hurting. He's and, and, and Thomas actually says that formula, I think came up and was saying, uh, Hey, Ruglic is hurting back there, and uh, Thomas is like, I'm not believing anything of it. Don't do it. And he goes, not too long later, he was attacking. Uh, he was also saying that in the uh, when Ruglic and I think Sepp Kuss 
were up there doing all their damage. Um, I think Roglic, it was, I think it was him, not Sepp, that was doing like 10 seconds on, 10 seconds off. So he would go super hard for 10 seconds, kind of back it off, and then go super hard. Instead of attacking, he was just trying to do a change of pace. And um, it was interesting. He's like, he doesn't, doesn't normally ride like that. He goes, that's how the Colombians always ride. <laughs> that's their pacing, not uh, what you see here. Uh, then he also did say on the downhill that uh, Sepp Kuss uh, allowed got in between uh, Roglic. It was Roglic, Sepp, and then Garrett Thomas, and they were going some hairpins. He's like, you know, Sepp, he goes, I was looking for it. He goes, Sepp Kuss could have just put on the brakes, formed a gap because uh, Roglic was going pretty hard, and I would have had to, you know, chase around. And he's like, fair play, though. He didn't do that, and he goes, that's pretty good. He had some nice things to say. Anyway, um, you like to see guys that don't, uh, don't necessarily ride dirty, or do you? I don't know. A lot of you do like Cavendish. Uh, oh, did I say that? Uh, let's go to some interviews and then we'll do talk about tomorrow. Uh, Butrago, we're not going to be able to understand him. Let's go. Let's see. Jalameda, uh, at the start of the day, anybody interesting here? Um, the Stornik, he gets in the break, but how about Roglic, the start of the day and, um, see what he has to say. Yeah, ready. Kimosh, big smile was a really good stage yesterday. Can you, can you take us through it a bit? Yeah, it was, uh, it was nice, huh? It was some racing in the end, and uh, yeah, I had legs, it was fun. And what that mean about uh, three days ago, when you had a bit of a bad moment, what, what, what was it? Uh, yeah, I prefer good moments, huh? <laughs> so yes, uh, the last one was good, so uh, I, I, I'm optimistic for, uh, for uh, now, upcoming uh, of today and tomorrow. And how to do it today? You will try to attack from far, we have a really hard stage. Just to come as fast as possible at the finish line, huh? <laughs> but you have to, to have to attack from far, from Paso Giao, or you have to wait a bit more? I don't think so. I mean, just the final is uh, is so strong, uh, so hard. Uh, the the last three for three k. So uh, yeah, there we'll see for sure uh, who who again has the legs and who not. Have you seen any weakness in Geraint Thomas? Do you see something you could exploit? Uh, no, so far he's super strong. Uh, so uh, yeah, hope uh, I I also have the legs. Uh. Thank you very much. Cheers. All right, you're not going to give much away. Hey, what's your game plan for today? Um, well, let me uh, let me tell you. Uh, let's see. Here. Hey, we haven't heard from Jack Haig for a while. Let's see what he does. How are you? He's doing. Good, thank you. And you? Are you enjoying this Giro? I'm enjoying it much more now that we have some sunshine. Um, but I'm quite tired today, I'm not going to lie. What do you think will happen today? Oof, this is a good question. Um, I, th I hope everyone is quite tired after yesterday. Yesterday was a really hard, intense stage. I tried super hard at the beginning of the stage to try and make the breakaway and then I paid for that a little bit in the, the end. But I hope today we can get through, look after Damiano. Unfortunately, he slipped down from fourth to fifth. But I hope we can consolidate that and go into the time trial in a good position. Do you think there will be something maybe you're so interested in putting a teammate at the front early in the race to get the relay? Yeah, of course. There's always that possibility of, for example, Jumbo or UAE trying to get someone in the breakaway to then wait later on for either Almeida or Roluc to uh, take a cross to. But I think also today is so hard that it can be difficult to arrange this. So far, everybody almost had a, a, a harder day. Uh, they were in struggle. Yeah. Do you think it's still possible to have some surprises today? Of course. I think whenever you, you do more than 5,000 meters climbing, at the end of a Grand Tour like this, there's always a possibility that someone has a bad day. And if you have a bad day today with climbs like Paso Jao and then the Trey Chima climb to finish with, they're super hard and you can lose quite a bit here. 
And you think it could be Geraint Thomas who was out there today? Or? To be honest, I think Geraint would really like to have a stage win. So I almost expect that Ineos could control it if the breakaway is not too big. Because as much as he wants to win the GC, I think he would also like to finish the Giro with a stage win, and especially in pink. Thank you, Dave. That's uh, an interesting point. So what we haven't got yet is, I believe, a stage win from Garrett Thomas, uh, Roglic. Uh, Jalmeda did get one there, so I'll look back on that. But I don't think Roglic got one either. And you would expect, um, you know, the, the state hasn't that usually doesn't happen, but it's just been different. They've been trying to give the jersey away so much that they're not necessarily chasing down everything. Uh, Victor says uh, amazing weather at the Giro. Yeah, for the Giro, uh, true, uh, especially up in the mountains, it can be a bit uh, dicey. Um, interview at the finish. Let's go to. Do we want to see Derek G? Because I think he's gonna cry. Um, sure, what, let's, let's, let's see. Derek G, another second place in the Giro. Another one, another one, another one. But what a performance today. I know you you race for the win, but put some words on your stage today and your ride today. Yeah, I, I mean, I just wanted to go on the break for the uh, Chiclamina points so I could secure second at 65K and then... They gave us a bigger and bigger gap because I thought for sure it was a GC day. And then I had to, yeah, just try and wrap my head around going to the finish again. <laughs> the legs were done, yeah. Can you talk us through those minutes after the line here? Well, I, I had no idea where, uh, I mean, I wasn't, I knew Bitrago was gone as soon as he caught me. The acceleration was ridiculous. And uh, I didn't know where everyone else was. I didn't know where the GC guys was, so I just went full to the line and then I guess it's kind of high up here or something not a lot of oxygen so that hurt for sure put some words on, on your performance personal I mean it's a uh, Santiago Buitrago he weighed 60 kilos uh, Derek you almost won Chima Copy today I think uh, I think it's going to take a while to sink in yeah like I, I can't I can't even wrap my head around it Derek, yeah, you're second in the Malia Sura, you're second in Malia Chiclamino, but everyone remembers you as the breakaway Derek G. Oh, I'm glad I moved into second in uh, Azura, that's cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, if I stay in the peloton, there's no chance I win, right? So I might have got, I might have gotten second a lot, but at least I gave myself a shot. Great ride today, you beast, mate. Thank you very much. And then he goes and cries. Literally, I mean, that's what happens. And you, you feel for the guy, but uh, you shouldn't be too bad. Uh, let's do, uh, I wish we could hear Tebow because he um, he's going to be whining here. Last one, uh, Roglic. Let's see what he has to say. You attacked twice, but only Geron couldn't follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah tomorrow, what happened? We go to the car. It was fun. Huh? Yeah, tomorrow, we go full again, huh? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good, huh? Uh, uh, got uh, a bit legs back, so uh, yeah, uh, tomorrow we go full up. Uh, I mean, if, if I wouldn't be confident, then I don't start, uh, so of course, uh, and uh, yeah, the best one at the end beats. Uh. Cheers. Alright, he's not got much to say there. Uh, and I was wondering, you know, you have the, the Planche de Belfi time trial, which is not as extreme as what we have going tomorrow. Let's take a look at this profile. I'm going to use one off of cycling dudes because I think it actually shows it a little bit more extreme looking than, <laughs> than look at that, than how you see it on uh, the one, the pro cycling stats. Uh, about 10 kilometers here, there's a little, you know, up, a little down, it starts to drag up and then it just kicks and they say it's a wall. I mean, it's, 
it's ridiculous. Um, this doesn't show all the percentages here. That's the other one. Here we go. Uh, so these are, uh, I think, the percentages. Yeah, 15% in this section, uh, 3.9. It, it drips down to, and then it hits 11.9 again. And when, It's kind of like the Angerloo, Um 7.5 kilometers of this stuff. Remember, he was, um, where was he on, in Norway for the world championships up that time trial? Now, they used time trial bikes, so it wasn't as extreme. Some people were doing handoffs, some weren't, but uh, that's kind of, Roglic had a decent day there, too. So, uh, was that a Dumoulin win on the, the world championships? I'm trying to remember that. Someone wanted to give that to me. Uh, Brian says he had four second places and, a, and second in the two jersey fights. Uh, yeah, they used to have a inter-juro, which was kind of some weird races within the race, uh, and he probably would be leading that if they had that. Um, kind of a bummer, but, um, you know, look, I, it would be interesting to see what he – we can go to Derek G on Pro Cycling Stats uh, just to and take a look at all the results he's had previous to coming in here. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't know much about him. I think I'd seen his name, uh, but not, not really anything there. So let's move that. Let's bring in – this other page, Pro Cycling Derek G. So, 2021 X Speed United Continental Team. And then he went to Israel Cycling Academy and then Premier Tech. Uh, so, he's been with them, you know, last year and this year. And he's signed with them through 2025. Uh, top results, it's all Giro. Uh, national Championships in Canada, third. Um, Grand Camino, okay, fifth. That's 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 in 2022. Uh, Cronos das Nations, I think that's a, a time trial thing. So he time trials, okay, I guess. And uh, World Championships, ITT, he was 19th in 2022. So he, he goes pretty well. Um, so yeah, maybe they picked him up because of his time trialing. Uh, Tour de Boost, 19, 2019, he was sixth over fifth overall. Tour of Normandy, KOM. Uh, so nothing super exceptional, but yeah, uh, it's, it's the look at this here visits this week. Um, he's up from what he was last week, 21,916 separate, uh, visit, uh, the count, not, not, that's how many page impressions. That's what he, they, they count all the people that have had visits to their web, you know, to his uh, results page. And he's up by 20, almost 22,000 places from where he was before. So uh, obviously a lot of notoriety. People are checking him out, and um, you know let, we'll just go here. You know, it's fiftieth in the opening time trial, one sixty one, fiftieth, sixty eighth, and then he hits eighteenth, fifty, ninety seven, then boom, second place, forty four, boom, second place, forty ninth, eightieth, fourth, second, ninety, thirty eight, eighty seven, fourth, second. So as far as top tens go, one, two, three, four, five, six, and actually those are top fives, six top fives. That's that's uh, that's that's solid stuff here. Uh, last thing I want to do, um, let's take a look at where's Roglic. There we go. So his top that he's had in this race is a third on stage sixteen, fourth today, uh, fifth. So he's you know he's he's not he doesn't have the results that Derek G does. That's really what I'm trying to get at here. I'm kidding, folks. I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, tomorrow, we looked at that stage. It's, I, I don't know. You guys are probably going to go for a ride. I would like to go for a ride. <clears throat> I might get up and just do uh, commentary as it's happening. Maybe do it on a spaces, Twitter spaces, TJANK. Look for me there or the Between Two Wheels podcast. Um, 
and maybe we'll, we'll do that do a little live thing i don't know um who's your pick this is almost too steep for it to really be that great which means uh because like you've seen this with the angerloo and some of these others and like this one here when it's so steep you don't necessarily get big backs of time because it's just too much uh, unless you just blow up so it could come down to to it i mean i i think it you know we've had roglic has had problems with time trials but then again who knows garrett thomas is flying he hasn't had a bad day yet uh i think garrett thomas is going to get the win overall but i think roglic is going to take some time back and it's going to make it close that's my prediction see you tomorrow folks